0: This is Long Stories Short from the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. I'm Eban Udana. You can read the stories we feature on ctmirror.org or wshu.org. Mark Fasniokas is the Capitol Bureau Chief and co-founder of the Connecticut Mirror. He joins us to talk about his article, The Fast and Furious Reaction from Connecticut on the Overturning of Roe v. Wade. Hello, Mark. You say the political reaction in Connecticut was pretty much teed up by the time the decision came down. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit more about that? certainly um
1: thanks to politico which had obtained a draft of of what ultimately turned out to be pretty much the final decision of the supreme court overturning roe v wade you know people have known since the middle of may really what was coming down so when the supreme court friday issued its report yes the democrats were very uh much prepared to issue uh, statements of condemnation. Um, they were very quick off the mark. It was within minutes, if not seconds, of that decision coming out.
0: Uh, what about the, the Republicans? What, Where do Connecticut Republicans stand on this issue? There are um, some candidates
1: who are declared opponents of abortion and they applauded this decision. But um, some of the more prominent candidates, namely the Republican nominee for governor, Bob Stefanowski, as well as the convention endorsed candidate for United States Senate, Themis Claratus, they took a similar tack, which was to downplay the impact of this decision in Connecticut, given that Connecticut uh, in 1990 passed the state law codifying the basic tenets of Roe in statute so connecticut does have on the books a law that's quite clear about uh guaranteeing a woman's right to abortion uh up to the point of fetal viability which is roughly 23 weeks uh, of gestation
0: so both Claridis and stefanowski stefanowski the gubernatorial candidate Claridis, who is contesting uh to run against uh Blumenthal to challenge Blumenthal this fall. She's the front runner in in her primaries, pretty much. Um, both of them believe that the state has already codified Roe, so it's not an issue in Connecticut. Well, that is their hope.
1: Um, there is um, this is an issue in which they really hope. Uh, will fade. Um, and that is a, you know that is a very uh, politically astute uh, assessment of the politics in Connecticut. Connecticut is strongly uh, a pro-choice state um, that the voters uh, overwhelmingly support a woman's right to choose. There is some variations as to how extensive that right should be. You know, there's a minority who thinks it should be unlimited, um, but the, the, by and large, uh, the, the, there is the safest place to be politically in Connecticut is to be supporting the status quo as far as abortion law in Connecticut. And Bob Stefanowski and Themis Claredes' statements reflect that fact. They really do not want to engage in a debate about abortion with either Governor Lamont or Senator
0: Blumenthal. Now, what about the governor and the senator? Do they want to engage in a debate? What has been the reaction from Governor Lamont and and Senator Blumenthal? Well, aside from their very strong
1: comments uh, on Friday, uh, it is noteworthy that both uh, the governor and the senator are on the air with television commercials, Uh, underlining their unqualified support uh, for abortion rights in Connecticut. And in the case of Senator Blumenthal, he is making the argument that if control of the United States Senate falls to Republicans, that there is a chance that uh, Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell will pursue a national ban on abortion. So Blumenthal is really making the case that given that the senate is now divided 50 50 with the vote of the presiding officer vice president harris um, giving the democrats nominal control Um, blumenthal is making the case that if you don't vote for him there's a good chance um, women even in connecticut will lose the right to an abortion Uh, but clarity also says under no circumstances would she support senator mcconnell in a vote for national ban on abortion. The other um, argument in her favor is that even if the Republicans win control of the Senate, um, I don't see anybody who anticipates them winning a 60-vote majority, which would be necessary to have
0: an easy vote on this. We have some new laws that are taking effect uh, this week um, on the 1st of July. What do they do? the law that takes effect on july 1st does basically two things
1: one it uh expands who can perform abortions the other piece is a reaction um not just to the uh, anticipating the overturning of roe v wade but a reaction to the passage of a law in texas which empowers anybody in texas to sue anyone who's involved in an abortion after a certain point. And that includes people who drive a patient to an abortion clinic. It includes abortion providers. And the law that Connecticut passed, which is a first in the nation law, it it was a political statement uh, affirming uh, that Connecticut will protect women and providers in Connecticut. But it also is, uh, it offers some legal protections against people from texas who could legally try to reach into connecticut and sue somebody for an abortion that was obtained in connecticut and it and it's fairly detailed it provides uh the ability of somebody who sued connecticut to recover legal costs uh it also limits or bars the uh, health records that could be subpoenaed And it also restricts uh, extradition if something uh, rose to a a criminal offense.
0: Well, thank you so much, Mark. Mark Pasniokis is the Capitol Bureau chief and co-founder of the Connecticut Mirror. His articles are titled Fast and Furious Reaction from Connecticut on the Overturning of Roe v. Wade, and Connecticut Becomes a Safe Harbor for Abortion Seekers on July 1st. Long Story Short comes from WSHU Public Radio and the Connecticut Mirror. Read the story at ctmirror.org or wshu.org. I'm Ebang Udana.